Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to High Vibe Weight Loss. On the podcast today, we are going to be talking about how to get what you really want. And I don't just mean within your weight loss journey, but how to get what you really want out of life, out of your health, your relationships, your career, all of it. Or should we? That's the question. So for today's discussion, I have invited on a very special guest, Dr. Lisa Petty. She is an expert in helping women navigate midlife and create a life they really want. But this discussion is not just for women in midlife because Lisa is going to share how to set up your life in a way that aligns for you, no matter your age, and how to navigate the trappings of social expectation that can lead to exhaustion and burnout. There's going to be so much good stuff on today's episode. Lisa is a teacher, a media personality, and the author of the new book, Forget About Having It All. And I love that she earned her PhD for the research on how midlife women experience self-care in the face of social pressure to be perfect in every area of life. And doesn't that just encapsulate how women feel all the time? The pressure to be perfect in every area of life. So I want to welcome Dr. Lisa Petty onto the podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited for our chat today. Oh, thanks so much for joining me. I know that the women who listen to this are going to get so much out of our discussion. Like we had a pre-interview before we did the podcast and we could just go on, I know, forever. Yes. And we're in such alignment with sort of how we talk about self-care, how we talk about focus, how we talk about mind, body, spirit connection, and all the things. So there's going to be a lot that we're going to cover today in the period of time that we have. Um, so let's just start with a quick sort of backstory about you and how you got into serving women in this way. Oh, thanks so much. And I will give the quick and dirty version. So I used to be a holistic nutritionist and an educator for holistic nutrition. And I noticed over time that women were less and less inclined to follow whatever strategy or whatever plan we decided we were going to put into a place for them to achieve whatever health goal they had, whether that was to release weight, increase energy, improve mood, whatever it was, more and more frequently women were saying, yeah, I didn't get around to doing what we agreed that would be a great first step for me. So it got to the point that I felt like I wasn't serving women because I wasn't getting them enthusiastic. And also I was thinking maybe there's something else going on here that I don't understand. So. As a midlife woman, I decided to go to university and get my master's degree, understanding behavior change and the different theories and how to apply them and that kind of thing. And then the research bug bit, and I decided to get my doctorate. So my master's degree focused on midlife women and eating. What was the experience of eating like? And then my doctorate, as you mentioned, was about uh, self-care and what gets in the way of women taking care of their well-being. Now, some women don't like the word self-care, and I get that, I understand that, but uh, it's probably one of the 
shortest and easiest ways to explain the taking care of ourselves. So it's sort of a, um, a little hook that we'll have to use. Yeah, I love that. Self-care, wellness, whatever it is, I think words are important, but really it's the meaning behind it. And I think what you're getting to is it's not just like the self-care, have a nice bubble bath and read a good book. It goes a lot deeper behind that. And so from all the research that you've done, you actually went out and created a book called, you can explain it a little bit more, but I love it, right? Forget about having it all. Okay, so it's called it's called Forget About Having It All. Mm-hmm. And it came from my doctoral research and con- having these conversations with women over a period of time, I had, would have follow-up questions and that sort of thing. And it became very obvious to me that one of the major obstacles or hurdles that women experience in taking care of their own well-being is all of the social expectations on us. And it, it, trails back to uh, a movement and a book that came out in the 80s called You Can Have It All, Sex, Love, Money, and I Can't Remember Everything Else. Like it was, you know, it was this tome about how women can just have whatever they want. And it was meant to be, I think, this the, a freedom, right? Go ahead, have, have what you want. There are no restrictions. You don't have to just do this or have to just do that. Instead, what happened was it became a, now you must do this and that and this and that and this and that. So choice was off the table again, because now there was all of these expectations to not only get your post-secondary education and start a really good career, you must also follow the traditional roles and find a partner and have kids and then look after the kids and then keep your house spotless and make sure that you stay in perfect shape and you always look good and you're happy and all of these pressures. Mm-hmm. because as women that's what's expected of us to be kind and loving and nurturing all the time to be perfectly well kept all the time to always have a spotless house right so when you look at it the idea of having it all comes with a lot of doing which is why we get overwhelmed and tired and cranky and feel like failures really so it came, it went from you can have it all to you have to have it all and you have to have it perfectly and you have to be the one to do it all in order exactly. to have it all. So, exactly. So, so why shouldn't we have it all or how can we maybe like reframe the meaning behind it to make it more applicable to each individual person that's not like a blanket society has this expectation of you to have it all, which I think is sort of the premise of the book, right? Yes. So I understand it's a cheeky title and I'm, I'm intentionally being cheeky with it. So forget about having it all. But the point really is that when we were raised, uh, you know, from the eighties onward, women who were raised up beyond that, we were, it's still that idea. You can have it all. And we are encouraged to go out and have this really broad experience, but we're not encouraged to think about what we really want as an individual person. So for some people, you know, having a nice quiet life and being a stay-at-home mom and doing that and making that an intention for however long that happens, 20 years, let's say, um, we're not we're not encouraged. If that's what you want to do, then do that and love that. Or I don't want to have children. I want to get out into the world and change corporate, you know, America, corporate Canada, corporate world, whatever it is. Uh, I don't want children. We're not encouraged to make that choice, right? We're not we're not encouraged to actually think about 
what it is we want for our lives. And so we go blindly and boldly into the world at 18 years old after high school, trying to do it all, trying to have it all without really thinking about what it is that we want. What does all mean for you, which is a yeah. really important definition to even determine where you want to guide your own life, assuming that you are in charge of it instead of allowing society, like you talk about societal expectations of what all looks like and what it should be for you is different than maybe what it looks like for a lot of other people that then give you the definition of what all means. Well, for sure. So first of all, let's, let's, let's just take all off the table. If you think about going to like keeping with the, the table, you think about going to a buffet and you've got your plate and you're going through the line, you don't have to have all of it. You don't have, if you don't like something, you don't put it on your plate. Well, if you think of life that way and you've got your plate and you're going through the buffet table, you take what you want and it doesn't have to be at all. And so I think that's the shift that, that needs to be made, that we don't need to have it all. If you want lots, have lots. If you want a little bit of everything, have a little bit of everything, but just be conscious about your choices. And I think that's the piece that was missing when we were young. And I think, you know, as a reflection point, we get to midlife and we think, ah, this isn't working for me. What can I do differently? And it's starting to make these conscious choices about what it is that you actually want. I love that analogy of the buffet and you going in and deciding what you want intentionally. And also the idea, like, if you think about it, like a meal, there can be stages too, right? There can be like the appetizer and then the yes. main course and then the dessert. So you don't necessarily have to have it all at the same time. No, you don't. And you can have it out of order. Yeah. Why not? You can have it out of order. And, and again, that goes back to the society and the expectations on us. And, and part of it, I mean, to be fair, you can only have babies when you're young. It's a lot more difficult to have babies. You know, at, it's impossible after menopause, but you know, it gets more difficult. So there is sort of this front loading of life experience that ha that has to happen when you're young. But maybe that's the point then when you decide, well, maybe the career isn't going to be important right now. Or maybe this squishy little apartment is enough for now. I don't need to have this huge house that I then have to work so hard for to pay the mortgage and pay the bills right now while I have all of these other expectations. So it's about, you know, Again, keeping with the food analogy, which seems to be appropriate here, is about looking at looking at a menu and picking out what you're going to have now, and then right. maybe what you won't have right now, what you might have later, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's really um, it's challenging when you're younger, for sure, for sure. And one of the benefits when we get to midlife is that we've got most of us have got that part done, mm -hmm. right? Our kids are out of diapers at least right? They're in school. Some of us are in a situation where our children have left home. So there's that, that whole part of our lives uh, is a, is a relief because it might be behind us if we chose to have children or if we had children, right? So like one whole, one whole course has been taken away, which is in some cases for some women, it's difficult, but it's also freeing, right? So there's a little right. bit more wiggle room in terms of the choices we can make. 
And I like how you said you could have it out of order because a lot of people say, okay, I'm going to have my family now. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get the career. I'm going to get the money. And then I'll travel when I'm retired. But there's a lot of people now who are like, no, I want to travel now. I want to get that life experience. How do I even know what I want unless I've seen the world and had different experiences outside of my small little bubble of hometown or family or community that you grew up in. So I love that. And I love tying it back to my community here that are listening, my high vibe women, as they're focused on their weight loss journey, I think it's important for them to realize like you can have it all, but you don't have to get it all done at the same time. So if you're focused right now on weight loss, you don't necessarily have to be focused on having the best relationship if you're looking for that guy or, you know, going out for that, you know, new career or starting university all over again or whatever it is things can happen in stages. And I know that you have like a strategy or like a step-by-step process that helps women to really go through this journey of, I guess, self-discovery and really honing in on what it is you want. But how can we tie that into talking with my women in terms of you can have all that you want. And this is sort of the stage. I'm I'm going to just assume it starts with even awareness. Right. Oh, absolutely. And I love how you rephrase that there too. You can have all that you want. So add that little bit when you, when you think about this concept of having it all, maybe you don't want it all. I just want to make that really clear. Maybe you don't want it all, but you do want all that you want. So give yourself permission to let go of all of those things that you don't even want and feel how much lighter that is already. I don't even want X, Y, Z, boom, done. Half the thinking is over because I don't even care about those things, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really valuable. But yes, you're right. An awareness of the problem is the first step in solving it. So a lot of times when women get to midlife and they're going through perimenopause, which I'm sure your ladies know can happen sometimes in the mid thirties, things start going a little bit funky. Um, And our hormones are changing and that does impact our brains and how our brains work and the thoughts that come into our head and we're we're less we have maybe uh, less estrogen so we're less likely to be nurturing and we're more I like to think to say we're more like men we're we're more you know we can see um, uh, situations and not feel like we have to solve the problem we're like oh that's happening oh I see that is that why as women get older we feel like we care less about what other people think of us. So you hear, I I remember like Oprah said when she turned 50 or something, like the best thing was, is like, she didn't give a shit what anybody else thought about her anymore. Estrogen. So here's the challenge. Women's health is so seriously under-researched. So we can only speculate, but I speculate that if estrogen is one of those hormones that are about nurturing and, you know, that sort of thing, well, when that we have less of that, we're less likely to care what everybody thinks about us. Uh, and that's one of the gifts in midlife. Seriously, Oprah was not wrong. Like yeah. to, but, but there's a whole bunch of expectations tied to that and beliefs and mindsets tied to that I should, you can't see my air quotes, I should care what other people think. I should care what other people think of me. And then we have to start unraveling that. Well, why do you have to care? Why, like, where did that come from? So those are uh, what I call, um, I call them belief implants. These ideas that came from outside of us that we've internalized and made our own. And those, you know, we have to get into those and start digging through the 
digging through the trash, I guess we'll say, and figure out where they came from. And the same thing, decide, is it something that I care about and want to hold on to and pursue, or can I just let that go? Right? And, that, yeah. and agreeing to let it go and letting it go are two different stories, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're still plugged into to being human and having that human experience and the human relationships. And when we decide to change, everybody else has to change the way that they respond to us. And sometimes they don't like that either. Right. So um, you change your dance step. They have to change theirs. And if they don't, they that can be where we get some some of the obstacles and resistance from the people in our close centers. Right. Um, so, yes, step one is awareness uh, that comes from mindful connections. So tuning in to your own body, which is critical for the letting go piece, which comes from your head. So your brain has the thoughts and your body has the wisdom. And that's another challenge in this era of, oh, you can have it all. We run out into the corporate world, which was created by men for men to be successful, meaning uh, it runs on masculine traits like logic, which I'm not saying women aren't aren't logical. I'm very logical. It's I have to work at getting out of my thinking brain and into my body. So we were trained to be logical. We're told not to be emotional, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what's expected in the workforce. But but for women, that's where our knowledge and our wisdom is, is in our emotions. So if you think of our emotions like our, our GPS, or they're like, a maybe it's better to say like an alarm system, like, oh, something's happened here. Something's happened here. I feel angry, scared, um, concerned, whatever the emotion is, it's it's a trigger for us. Something has gone on, a boundary has been crossed, something needs our attention. And yet we're told, get out of, get out of your emotions, get into your head. Well, yeah. that's how we can get into some trouble too. So um, getting back into the body, starting that relationship with your body again, learning what the signals mean, not just physical health. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I've had enough to eat. Mm -hmm. But also the emotional, why do I get upset when somebody says X, Y, Z? Understand what those those pieces of information mean, because that is critical for the next phase, which is finding your North Star. So when we talk about what do you want, a lot of women go, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Well, you do. Most of the time you do. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, you don't want to say it out loud. Now, if that's a little bit too much and triggering, and it might be for some people, then, because uh, I know I've, I've been told that before, oh, yes, you know. And I think, how dare you tell me that I know? But inside, I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> And then when you get to the point where, you know, you're like, I always, I remember I meditated for like six months on what should I do about my career? Cause I wasn't happy. And I put this like mala on my head to activate my crown chakra. And at the end of the six months, the answer was exactly what I knew what it was at the beginning of the six months. It was almost like I just needed permission to accept it and say it out loud. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So when we're, when we're back in tune with our bodies again, which we can talk about that a little bit more if you like. But when we're back in tune with our bodies and we we have a better sense of what our bodies are trying to tell us, then we can focus on our state of being, which is not just um, 
what you think and feel, but it's like how you how you physically experience the world and how do you want to be, right? And that is that is the guide. That is the north star for us. How do you want to be? And when you have the answer to that question, then it makes all the other questions so easy to answer. It's automatic. That's the tricky one, though, because there's so much pre-programming that tells us we should be sugar and spice and everything nice. We should be the best mom, the best employee, the person who does everything for the family and extended family and community. So how do we really hone into that being? Is that the knowing? Is that really connecting back to your body? Yeah. So if we want to go back to connecting to your body and getting out of your head, because your head is always going to, your, your brain is wonderful for when you have the data, you have the pro list and the con list and you go do, 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 right. And decision is made, but the wisdom comes from the body. So your body tells you, I don't know if anyone has had this experience, but I'll share this story um, where I didn't listen to my intuition. So I was out at a bar with a girlfriend and I saw this guy at the bar and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I can see the storm cloud over his head. Like that guy right there, I need to stay away from him. And then I married him. <laughs> right? And the whole time I'm like, this is not good for me. This is not good for me. We're, we're not together anymore. But it, I set it up as this example of, I knew I shouldn't have, I knew he was wrong for me. I knew it, but, but the thoughts got involved, but he's attractive and he has a good job and he, you know, likes my daughter and, you know, you go through all of these, but my body's saying, but he's not good for you. He's not right. And you didn't listen. And I'm sure women are nodding along going, yeah. Uh, and it's not necessarily about a person that they met. But a situation where they knew in their gut or in their heart, don't do it or do it. And you didn't listen. And then in retrospect, you can go, I remember that day boldly. And that day I didn't listen. Well, we want to get to the place where we do listen, where we trust those feelings that we get in our gut and in our heart or wherever it is. And if women are listening, going, no, no, that doesn't happen to me. Well, think about a time when you're walking down a dark street at night or something like that, and you're on high alert and you're, the, the hair on your arms is standing up and that kind of thing. You have this, you have this ability to uh, sense your environment, but we've turned it off. So step one is really to get back in touch with those things um, because once again, once we figure out, oh, when my stomach does this, I need to listen. Mm -hmm. That's really critical for understanding what you as a person want, irrespective of your role as a mother, partner, employee, boss, figure skater, yeah. <laughs> you know, insert role here, right? What do you want as a person? Your body will tell you that. Yeah. And so a lot of the things that I talk with my women about in my other podcast episodes is I think episode 19, I talked about, but should you lose weight and really coming from a place of, do you actually want it or are you feeling obligated to want it? And when you get 
in it from a place of I have to because somebody else said so or the Kardashians or this or whatever, you know, you're going to have a much more difficult time getting the outcome because it's not going to feel authentic to you. And that doesn't mean necessarily you don't even want to. It's just what is your true north? Like you said, what is your driving point? Do you want it because the Kardashians look this way or do you want it because you want to be able to keep up with your friends or because you've always wanted to be able to feel confident at the beach or whatever you want to be an example for other people in your life, your sister, whomever, what is your reason for wanting it? Or do you even want it is really where we need to start from because otherwise you're going to end up, well, like me, and I know I shared this story with you before, Lisa, I had this experience when I was 37, where I had a career, a corporate career and all the kids and I was living the life. And I realized like, this was not the life I wanted to be living. I, I climbed the wrong corporate ladder. I created the wrong life for myself because society told me right. that that is how it should be. Now, I definitely knew that I wanted kids. So it wasn't that I definitely knew that I wanted a career. So it wasn't that it was just like, okay, so where was I off? Right. And I ended up, you know, selling my house, moving to another town, starting a new career here, doing um, a nutrition, I'm a holistic nutritionist as well. And moving now to Colombia, where I live, like it was a complete and total life shift because I did have that awakening um, over a period of time where I finally started listening to myself and realizing like I had done it the way that I was told or expected yeah. to, as opposed to what really felt true for me. So that's just a couple examples for those who of you who are listening, like how might this apply to your life? And it doesn't have to be, you have to change your entire life. It could have been smaller tweaks. It can be smaller tweaks for you, but it does really start in the, why do I want this? Do I even want this? And reframing even where you're coming from to have those, the all that it is that you want and not all period. Right. Exactly. And I love what you said about should, and that's a great place for people to start. Anytime they catch themselves saying I should, whatever comes after that, you probably don't want to do. And so sit like sit right in that and think, well, do I want to? If I don't want to, then yeah. or where is the should coming from? I had a client call this morning and she's like, I know I should stop drinking diet pop. And I was like, well, should you or do you want to? Because those are two very different things. Yes. And so when we even reframe it from like, I should lose weight to I really want to be more healthy or whatever that is, right. it's a complete change, not only in I know the brain and the body, it's a complete shift, which it it's makes a, a huge energy deal, shift, right? Like, yeah, like the name of yeah. your book, right? You know, you shouldn't have it all or should you or do you want to or can you like it's a completely different change in, in the way you approach something which I think makes this whole conversation really fun and shows the people, the people, hi, all people. It shows <laughs> you guys listening the difference of how you approach a part of your life or your whole life for that matter. If, you, if you're looking at doing an entire transition, depending on where you're at in your journey, some people are looking for a giant life change. Some people just are hopefully listening to those messengers and are saying, "Lo, I just really want to shift this one thing. And so this is sort of the map to do that. Well, what I love about the concept of the North Star is as soon as you understand 
what you want to be and who you want to be, as I said before, it makes every decision easier. So I like to compare it to the story of Michelangelo and David. I don't know if I shared this with you before. So it is, the story is that when Michelangelo was asked how he found, you know, how he created the statue of David, he said, David was always, always there. I just took away the stone that wasn't David. And, you know, he, here he was, he appeared. And I think that that's a great analogy for creating the life that you want. So if you have this vision of uh, this experience of what you want to be and how you want to feel in your body and what your ideal state of being is, then every decision you make, you're either chipping off a piece of stone to reveal your David or you're not. So let's say, for example, you want to release some weight. Well, every time you take a walk around the block after dinner, you've picked up your chisel and you've, you've knocked off a piece of that marble. Every time that you binge Netflix and pizza and drink two liters of Coke, your chisel is sitting on the coffee table, right? So it's very it's very simple. Once, once you get into the sense, how do I wanna be? How do I wanna feel in my body? Then you're either supporting that goal of yours or you're not. And there's no judgment if you're not, just an awareness. Right. So that when people say, well, I can't understand why I'm not achieving X, Y, Z. Well, did you pick up your chisel today or didn't you? I love that. I love that analogy. No, you did not share that with me, but I like it. It's just like you're moving that one step closer, closer to your goal or you're not. And so if you're not, you can use it as the message to be like, okay, what's going on now? Why isn't it that I can move that one step forward, which right. is sort of even like the last stage, a lot of people, when they start like a weight loss program, for example, they just come in and they're like, okay, what's the diet? And it's like, wait, wait, this doesn't wait. start there. Wait, <laughs> that's yeah. like the bottom of the, the, I guess, triad and what you need to do really, once you, you get the first stages sort of set, the doing of the proper diet outcome that feels aligned to you is going to be so much easier because you've created those steps. Who do I want to be? How does that person think? How do they behave? Coming from it with a different perspective will then make it a lot easier to do the things that are in alignment to them too, right? Like yes. if you don't want to look like Kim Kardashian anymore, but you want to be a good example for your children, you're not going to do that fad diet and the slim fast shakes. You're really going to look at it and say, okay, what is going to allow me to get that outcome that I want in a way that feels right for me? And in a way that is in context with the rest of your crazy, busy life. Yes, absolutely. Like, unlike Kim Kardashian, you probably don't have three nannies and a cook and a cleaner. And if you do, yay you. <laughs> yay you. But exactly. You just, it's just a reality check, right? And mm -hmm. and and um, we brought Kim Kardashian up a few times. So I just want to say one of the best diets you can go on is stop watching television and stop scrolling Instagram and stop all of the, those so many social messages in there about how you're not good enough and how you need to buy this and how you need to travel there and all of it. Like, if you, if you want to release the pressure, just stop, you know, inundating your life with those messages that you're not good enough. That's the programming, right? That we're being exposed yes. to that's telling us what we want, as opposed to looking within and deciding what it is that we want for ourselves. I think that is a perfect way to wrap up. 
Lisa, I would like for you to share how people can find you, work with you, experience more of the work that you do. So if you could share that now, that would be wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. So my website is lisapetty.com. Uh, and I have a well-being check-in there. So if you're out of practice, checking in with your body, doing that mindful connection, having awareness about how you want to feel, please download that. It's free. It's lisapetty.com slash check-in, C-H-E-C-K-I-N. I have a Facebook group called Midlife Alchemy. You're welcome to join that. We have free trainings in there, conversations, and, and lots of fun. Um, my book is called, I'll just show it for the camera for later. It's called Forget About Having It All, The Midlife Woman's Guide to Creating the Life That You Want. And that's available on Amazon and all your favorite booksellers. So do check it out. It's a short read. It's quick. It'll give you a little bit of background about how you got here. And I share a little bit of my own journey through um, midlife self-discovery that I took as well. So uh, hopefully you'll find that, that that's useful. That's amazing. And more in depth too about those exact steps and how to go through them and achieve Absolutely. that for yourself. Lisa, I want to say thank you very much. One for your time and being here today and sharing all of this wisdom with my audience. I would also like to say thank you for doing the work that you do. I think the more exposure and I guess coming to light that this topic can bring to the world is so important because as I said, the pressure for women to have it all, meaning do it all is extremely intense. And we are seeing it everywhere on the socials and on, on the, um, the TV and everywhere that that is actually the norm when in fact it, you need to figure out what your norm is and really go all in with that. And I think your book and your message really help women be able oh, to do you. that. I appreciate so thank that. you so much. That's my goal. That's my goal to create this movement of women who change the world. I love it. Thank you again for joining me, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I'm sending you all the high vibes. Take care. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.